Have you ever heard of Disney Challenges? Yes. Would you attempt to ride every roller coaster in all the parks in one day? No. Why not? Because I don't like a lot of roller coasters. That sounds like a terrible challenge for you. It sounds like just a bad time for me. Second one, take your picture in front of the icon of every park in one day. Absolutely. You do that oh, one? Oh, I'm excited about that. That excites yeah. me. That's a that's an autumn challenge. Can I tell you why I don't like that one? <laughs> Because you just lose so much time that to me, that sounds like four hours of transit time. All right, next one, drinking around the world. 11 countries, a drink or a snack in each country. Absolutely. Yeah, you're going to be bloated and drunk by the end of it. It's great. It's Epcot. It's beautiful. World Showcase is the only place I've seen visibly drunk adults inside Disney World. There's no one that stands out. There's one in my mind. We were crossing the bridge uh, in England, and I just saw a lady, and it was very hot, and she was not having a good time. Oh, yeah. Do this at night. Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Easy Dizit Podcast, a podcast all about Disney travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst. And I'm Autumn, a new uh, Disney enthusiast as well as a social worker. Hey, how's it going, Autumn? Hey. We resolve that you are going to enjoy today's episode. And if you do, please be so kind as to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Hey, here's a resolution for you. <laughs> I will review Easy Dizit Podcast on Apple Podcasts before the end of the month. There you go. You can do it. We know you can. We believe in you. And we did it for you. (laughs) We believe in you so much we did it for you. (laughs) This month we're talking about goals. It's a new year and everyone's setting resolutions, goals, intentions, all that good stuff. So we're going to talk about um, smart goals or or maybe smarter goals. If you're in education, you're probably unsubscribing to the podcast right now because you've heard enough about smart goals for the rest of your life and now you hate me and this podcast and that's okay. But otherwise, if you've never heard about smart goals, get ready to learn about them. Mm. Uh, we're going to set some goals for the podcast, uh, maybe some goals for our, our own, some Disney planning uh, goals as well. Yeah. But first we've got news and trivia with the 2022 to my 2021 autumn. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yeah. You, you're the, <laughs> you're the new hopeful and I'm the the flop. <laughs> you're the flop. You're not a flop, babe. Thank you. Um, you're retro. You're cool. Thanks. Unique. <laughs> Vintage. <laughs> All right. So new year, new us, Autumn. Yes. Is it? In a sense, I feel like, uh, so it's a new year and my birthday happens. Yeah, you week. had a birthday. I have a, I have a new year birthday. And so I'm thinking about how old I am and some of the, trying to like think about in general, just like goals, like longer term goals, you know, like four or five years from now, like financially and just like our family and professionally so that I make steps and decisions based on those longer term goals. Love it. Sometimes I get lost in like, oh, this thing is cool and this thing is cool and I like this, but it might deter me from like, okay, Autumn, but what's what's the plan? So I'm trying to think bigger picture personally. You know what I heard today on the radio? Mm -hmm. Vision boards are back. They're making a a recurrence on social media. Have you seen this on your social? Oh, I've seen this. And I have to say, I've been a huge proponent of vision boards as a social worker. I've been using these since... Want to talk about retro? Yeah. (laughs) Since 2000s. (laughs) From a behavior analytic perspective, they they, they do fit in. We would describe them as discriminative stimuli. That Mm -hmm. is, 
triggers or stimuli that occasion behavior. So like if you set up what you want to do, put it in front of you, when you see it, you'll act in that way. Yes. So we're going to talk about goals later. Should we then build vision boards and put them on our social? I would love to because we're it. talking about that. Yeah, I think we talked a little bit about that last week. Like, I really want to do one, like, yeah, for our family, and, and we could even put one on for the podcast. Yeah, we'll do an easy visit vision board. Yeah, based on our goals. All right, cool. All right, so let's get right into news. You ready for news? Ready. So the way we do news here on the Easy Visit Podcast, well, it's a little different. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read some headlines, some of which will be truthful and honest and accurate representations of reality. And some of these headlines will also be outright lies. Hmm. And it will be incumbent upon Autumn to determine the truth from the lies. Highly suspect headlines. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's news, but like true or false. <laughs> <laughs> you ready, Autumn? I'm ready. I got four of them, and I got to be honest with you, they're all very good. Oh, really? Yeah, they're very informative, and you're going to enjoy these. Last headlines. time the news, there wasn't a lot of news. It was bad I guess. news. Yeah. It was like the end of the year. Disney had yeah. there wasn't a whole bunch. <laughs> I mean, they they had the end of the year going on, I guess. All right, I'm ready. Okay, first headline: mm-hmm. Pre-sale tickets indicate Pixar's new Turning Red will be a box office hit. So the new Pixar movie, Turning Red. Uh, yeah, I can't. I know you said the name. I have no idea what yeah. it is, though. When we were we went to go see Encanto, it was one of the previews. It's like the red panda. A young schoolgirl turns into a red panda when she has strong emotions. Oh, yes. Yep. So the I'll read the headline again. Yeah. Pre-sale tickets indicating Pixar's new Turning Red will be a box office hit. Yes. False. Oh. This is a fake headline. Oh. Yeah. Do you know why this is a fake headline? No. Because the real headline is... Disney will release Pixar's Turning Red exclusively on Disney Plus. Oh, it's not going into the theaters. Why would they change that now that theaters are open? Yeah, well, there's been a recurrence, you know, a spike in like just about every state of COVID. Oh yeah. You know? Oh wow. Yeah. So this is actually the third Pixar movie in a row to go right to Disney Plus. That's, I mean, that's just right. That reduces the money they make. I assume that I don't know. The funds to be honest. are different, but maybe it's not. Maybe they have a contract know. and it doesn't change it. Yeah, I don't know how it works. I don't know wow. how. Like, I, you know, every movie's different in terms of contract. So I, there probably won't be a Scarlett Johansson type situation here. This was probably planned for, to some extent. Mm. Um, and they, or at least I'm sure they ironed it out ahead of time before announcing that. You know. Right. Oh wow. Yeah, that does look really cool. When is it coming out? I do not know. Okay. <laughs> Hello, this is Synthoid Justin from the future. Pixar's Turning Red was released on Disney Plus March 11th, 2022. Now, please enjoy the rest of the show. And be nicer to your GPS. They are doing their best. So, but yeah, so this movie, it's actually directed by the short, we watched the short last night with some friends, Bao. It's directed <gasps> by uh, yes. Domi Shi Bao. And did you know that that short bow which is great if you haven't seen it check awesome. that out the shorts have just been like Disney some of the, the most Pixar. tremendous animation pieces i have seen period Pixar shorts yeah um blown away that short won an academy award yeah that's i mean yeah. that's heavy there was so much in so there so much in that check it that's out bow. bow all right so next headline it's an encanto headline and encanto's we don't talk about bruno nominated for an oscar it has to be. If the, if that wasn't, I don't want to be a part of this 
world. I'm sorry, Adam. Listen, we're gonna. I want to get you some help because because <laughs> I, I don't like the way you're talking oh, right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I and I do have to break the news Disney, to you. Disney News World. Yes, I do have to break it to you that it will not be nominated for an Oscar. Are any of the Encanto songs nominated for an Oscar? So here's here's what here's the deal. Because that is so. One of the- to be nominated, you have to be submitted, and you can submit. I've read different accounts, up to five. Uh, I think uh, industry practice is no more than two, though. But you can okay. submit them, and you but you have to do it at, by a certain deadline. And that okay. deadline was before the movie was released, and people had like knew what song was going to be good. And you don't want to release, even though you can do five, they say that if you do more than one, uh, you're splitting the vote. Because the, the award goes to the movie, not to the particular song. Mm-hmm. So the one that they submitted was oh. Dos Oroguitas. That's the med, that's the like open. That's it's a Spanish language song. song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So right. that's the one that they submitted. But what's blowing up right now everywhere? It's actually number seven on Billboard. Is yeah. we don't talk about Bruno. We, so I saw it. There's um, shout out to Owly Mama who does all like Disney um, Loungefly kind of bags and things like that. She's okay. very popular. She's great on Instagram had made like a really cool post and video about her kids like playing that song over and over again <laughs> yeah um and and i loved it and i was like yeah i love it but i had no idea i guess that it had, it's yeah but number it's seven on the great, billboard again speaks to the the characters that are kind of cast and like the uh villainous ish roles have the best <laughs> song yeah, that's true i wouldn't say he's a villain maybe like in some others but he but that is yeah. he's kind of shadowed that way yeah that song Lin, is, and it speaks to lynn manuel's ability to write a hook too <sighs> Apple can write a hook, <laughs> and, and that's like that entire. I feel like every song in that is yeah. like they, it's just catchy. But I think the one that they nominated is the one, the opening one, where um, like the kids in the beginning, like she's singing about the family. No, that's no, not no, that one. no. It was, I was playing oh. it in the house before we came out here. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, number seven on Billboard, number one on Spotify. Uh, the Encanto album is the number one album overall on Apple Music and iTunes. Has that happened for a movie since Moulin Rouge? Like, Moulin Rouge outdid a lot. But, like, that's pretty... Yeah, I'm not sure, actually. Wow, I wonder. Yeah. I can tell you, though. You remember how I was saying that usually production companies don't submit more than one song per movie, but never more than two? It's been 12 years since... a songwriter actually achieved what they call a double, where two of their songs were nominated for the same movie. Um, that would be Randy Newman for yeah. Princess and the Frog. <gasps> yeah. So it was Almost There and Down in New Orleans uh, both got nominated. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I love it, but I just didn't think that they would. Wow, that's awesome. They both that lost. That music. They both lost, they both but lost. they both got nominated. No, the music. Yeah, Princess and the Frog. That music was. It was good. Ran- good Randy Newman's the man. Yeah. So that's the Encanto headline. Um, it was great. when saw it this weekend for the first time and she loved it. Oh, Just Darwin. The yeah, my daughter. Colors. Yeah. Two-year-old daughter saw Encanto. Yeah. She enjoyed it. Waving her hands, doing her little hip shake. Oh, I missed it. I was cooking, I think. Oh, we'll watch it again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing about two-year-olds. You can <laughs> watch the same thing. Yeah. And she's only picking up so much of what's actually happening <laughs> each time. All right. I'm ready for number three. Number three. Savi's Workshop custom lightsabers no longer include a complimentary sleeve. Guests told to purchase for $50 or use a plastic bag. True. 
it is true and it is so sad fifty dollars for a sleeve yeah and here's but it's money yeah they're trying disney is just everything is they really you know how much savi's workshop costs to get a lightsaber i'm 200 bucks 220 dollars yeah and it's an experience like this is something i would consider doing you mm -hmm. know it definitely would consider it because uh, it's supposed to be awesome but another fifty dollars now to For get a that? sleeve yeah and why did they change that did they say anything yeah so they're saying supply chain issues but they're still selling them they're still available so, yeah there was nothing wrong with the chain yeah and here's here's what bugs me about it because i get it disney needs to make money i totally get that 100 percent. but here's what bothers me there's people and i've seen the pictures now walking around galaxy's edge with lightsabers in plastic bags yeah when Star Wars fans were upset or worried, not upset, when Star Wars fans were nervous about Disney getting Star Wars, mm. this is what we were worried about. Lightsabers in plastic bags. Because mm. that's not, yeah, that wouldn't be. No, that makes zero sense. And uh, like the You would have them in like a cool kind of, I don't know, some well, kind of cool carrier maybe, I don't know. Well, a lightsaber, you can retract, like technically you should be able to retract the blade, right? right? So the sleeves that they have kind of like fit into like a pants, like your car. They almost look like they're, it's a, a lightsaber holster attached to your pants. Like it blends in with your pants. Oh. So it's cool, you know, like it's, it's like a piece of it, you know, but no, no plastic bags. Yeah. Can we just talk, I mean, in the last like eight months justin the amount of added money that disney has added yeah. onto things like I, oh, yeah. I was maybe i don't know i think we should like add up the added costs between like the genie plot what's the other thing they were doing the um is it something with transportation that they changed that's oh yeah money? they're getting they're getting rid of magical express and so now you have to book oh, your own it. transportation that's, from yeah, the airport so more money i mean they i mean that's yeah it's getting a lot more expensive. at once that's a lot at once yeah and I mean, there are people who still want to go, but I think there will there is going to be a breaking point. But I'm going to be honest, like every Disney podcast and YouTube channel is talking about this. So I think we leave it at that. Like, yeah, it, prices are going up and it's sad. I mean, and I, I guess I'm, I, I think about like fighting between like, okay, yes, a, a pandemic happened and I'm sure that there was some money lost, but this is like a lot. And also people financially in our country are in yeah. a very bad place. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just, it's just interesting to see how this is going to pan yeah. out for them. I mean, if it were about supply chains, really, then okay, then reduce the price. But they didn't reduce the price. You know, you're going to take a $50 hilt off. Well, maybe it, it goes back down to 200 or 190 or something like that. Mm. But and actually, the Blog Mickey, they reported, because I guess they asked someone at Disney, and they Blog Mickey, they said they were told that the price guests are paying is for the lightsaber hilt and kyber crystal. The sleeve is not calculated in the price. It's complimentary. What? obviously not complimentary that's ridiculous so like if i go to like to get dinner right and it's like a five course fixed price menu and i only get four courses right like the fifth course was complimentary i don't know if that's right. a great analogy but i'm still gonna be mad if i have no. to pay full price right 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 or like the price of providing it has to be factored into their pricing yeah, exactly. So it's not really ever complimentary like, anything. Wait, were you getting these sleeves <laughs> for it's free? Just, yeah, it's just factored into your pricing. Yeah. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. We see you, Disney. We see you. All right, number four. Number four. Disney cancels Marathon Weekend due to COVID concerns. I believe that's true. It's false. Oh. Yeah, this one's false. 
It happened this weekend. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I'm mixing up up because yeah, I think someone was gonna go, and I was thinking that it was canceled, and it wasn't. They just weren't able to make it, I think, because of COVID. But it did yeah. still happen. Yeah. There's definitely people who didn't go. Who didn't because, go? Yeah. 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 But uh, no, it definitely went off. And actually, there's a little bit of news that happened. Uh, Brittany Charbonneau, hmm. uh, a runner from Denver, made history as the first person to win all four races in her division. Wow, good Brittany. Yeah, so they, they call it that when you run all four races, it's called the Dopey Challenge. So it's a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, and a full marathon. And she, do you get something special for that? Yeah, you do get a special Dopey medal if you do all four oh, of those. Okay. Yep, that is like an official Disney challenge. But yeah, so she won the 5K dressed as Elsa from Frozen. She won the 10K dressed as Bing Bong from Inside Out. Oh, yes. <laughs> she couldn't have been like a full That's, Bing Bong no, outfit. No, 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 that you can't run in that. Yeah, I didn't see a picture. Uh, and, and you can't win a 10K in that either. <laughs> like, it's a Disney 10K, but it's still a 10K. Like, right. pe- there's some people there running. She won the half marathon wearing a blue wig and yellow dress, channeling Joy from Inside Out. And she finished uh, first on Sunday's marathon among females, complete with a Cruella DeVille signature black and white hair. So she wore a wig for that. Oh, nice. I like the range of characters. Yeah. Way to go, Brittany. Congratulations. Also, if you didn't see Cruella, uh, the new Cruella, with uh, Emma Stone, that was... Yeah. Yeah, that was that. tremendous. That was I really liked it. Uh, congratulations again to Brittany, and we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, if you are listening. Hey, let's try and get Brittany on the podcast. I think that's a great goal. Let's do it. <laughs> so now I think it's time to roll into what is typically a stump day, where I try to stump uh, Justin with Disney trivia. Wait, is it changing? <laughs> no, no. Just well, we're going to do something a little different today. Okay. So I was thinking about kind of what are in line with um, goals, right? Our conversation today. Okay. And I was also thinking about what better way to think about and plan your goals than to get a, an idea of who you are. Ooh, who right? am I? So, are we gonna do I have a, a quiz for you. Is it a BuzzFeed quiz? We're gonna do, it's not BuzzFeed, it's another <laughs> um, place, but I thought it'd be really cool to do a quiz. And this quiz is called, what Disney World cast member are you? Oh, right? okay. Because if we're trying to like channel what we want to do with this mm-hmm. Disney, we have mm-hmm. to tune into our inner Disney selves, or you mm-hmm. have to. Okay. And I thought that might be really helpful information to have is as this... we're thinking about our Easy Disney goals. Now, is this quiz, I imagine it's a peer-reviewed psychometric. Uh, it is not. No. no, no <laughs> Which journal zero... was this published in? <laughs> <laughs> Zero journals, but you know what we could do, and I really would love to do this because there is the the Myers Briggs personality assessment. Yeah. There is a lot of research behind, and it, it's a really neat. It breaks down personality into, into four larger categories. Sure. And anyway, we could talk about that another time. But that might be really neat too to think about understanding what you are in that Myers Briggs personality for like planning your trips or like working together with other family yeah. members. Could we relate each one of those Myers Briggs categories to like a Disney character? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah, no, we could break that down. Yeah, I think that would be great. So stay tuned for that. But for today, instead of a stump today, we're going to do, I'm going to give Justin, rather, a Disney World quiz to see which kind of cast member he would be. Justin, are you ready? Uh, Fingers crossed for tram operator. (laughs) Ooh, that's good. Okay, so I'm going to read, there's a lot of different options, so Mm -hmm. listen, and then if you need me to repeat them, I will. Okay. Okay, so the first one is, what are your hobbies? And I'll only let you pick one. Okay. Entertaining your friends. Cooking, reading, drawing, meeting new people, playing with your pets, sports, watching movies, photography, 
telling jokes, traveling, church choir, or daydreaming? Way too many options, but Way I can do this. I can do this. Um, I know which one you're There's pick. two there that I could pick from. Mm-hmm. There's cooking and reading. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love to cook, mm-hmm. but I would... Because I know this is about a profession, I know for a fact I would not want to cook for a profession because I've done it the and quiet. I'm terrible at it. If I can uh, interject, yeah, it's just what are your hobbies? I know, but okay. I know I just question. because I know this has something to do with a job. Oh, I'm okay. not going to say cooking. I'm going to go with reading. Reading, okay. I I will say just to prove how much I know you, those are the two that I knew you would pick from. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We've met before. <laughs> All right, number two. Are you ready? I'm ready. What best describes your personality? I'm going to list off a number. Fun to be around, creative, artistic, dramatic, active, wild, controlling, focused, studious, center of attention, <laughs> God no, charming, <laughs> eccentric, funny. Oh, man. I know which ones you're definitely not. There's a lot in there <laughs> I'd like to be. <laughs> I think I gotta go with studious. Like, I, I really like to mull things over mm-hmm. and, and research things. Oh, all right, good. That's all right. How do you act in crowds? Mm-hmm. Ready? <clears throat> Depends. How close am I to the exit? <laughs> right. Life of the party, host or hostess, animated, crazy, energetic, talkative, the one leading the conversation, observant, the one in charge, the one quoting movie references, <laughs> entertaining, the one whispering in the corner, joker. This is really fun to think about which ones you would pick. Definitely observant here, and I think that yeah. ties into the exits. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't mind being in charge if I need to be in charge, okay. and I'm, I'm relatively comfortable with that, mm-hmm. but unstructured social situations aren't my favorite, so I'm, I'm definitely uh, more of an observer. Mm. Sounds right. And if those of you listening are like, hmm, I wonder what autumn is, <laughs> I'd put talkative. Yes. Or maybe the one in charge. Yes. You're the talkative <laughs> one in charge. <laughs> yeah. Um, you agree with that? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. What are you most likely to be found wearing? A bright, colorful outfit, lots of white, a barrette, a costume, a leather jacket, khakis, uniform, neutral tones, plaid, a t-shirt from your favorite movie, a vest, vintage-inspired clothing, and lastly, nautical wear. <laughs> just, that's just a hilarious grouping. I was not expecting that range. What are you most likely to be found wearing? I guess mm-hmm. it depends, like, when would I be? So, so I'm going to say, like, day if, day. given my preference, mm-hmm. because, like, what which would I m- most prefer to be found wearing? Because I, I do wear khakis a lot, but I wouldn't, I don't love that. I do like vintage-inspired clothing, hmm. but, but... Plaid. I, you, no, well, plaid's also nice, but do you know what really <laughs> sounds great to me? What? Wearing the same exact thing every day, because <laughs> it eliminates the decision you have to yeah. make in the morning. Sure. So I'm going to go with a Isn't uniform. A uniform? Yeah, just a oh, uniform. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have Just pick the that. same uniform. That's great. I like okay. that. Okay. What do you currently do for a living? Work with kids? Cook? Draw and paint? Actor? athlete, zookeeper, taxi driver, take pictures, history teacher, work at the movie theater, entertainer, engineer, captain. Well, I work with kids, right? I yes. work I work with K through 12 that... though, so and adults as well. So, there's that for sure. And then in terms of travel planning, there really isn't an option here. 
No. Let's go with work with kids. Okay. <laughs> Which Disney character is most like you? Ready? Stitch. Mickey Mouse? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. Remy, Pocahontas, Daisy Duck, Aladdin, Jane from Tarzan, Buzz Lightyear, Lilo, Cogsworth, Simba, Geppetto, Jafar, Captain Jack Sparrow. I'd love to be uh, a couple of these, mm-hmm. but I think if I'm going to be honest with myself here. Yeah. Which one are you? Cogsworth. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure dinner's on time. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good at that. All right. We got two more. Where would you like to live? A castle and a house with a big kitchen in a studio apartment near a museum. Hollywood, the edge of danger, in the jungle, anywhere with a beautiful view, near the library, uh, a refurbished movie theater, <laughs> small town, old hotel, in the future. Ooh, oh boy. Yeah. Well. They span space and time. <laughs> in the future sounds great, but the future is uncertain, so that could be dangerous. Mm. I'd love the idea of being near a library because that's like a source of information but I also have a smartphone and libraries are now obsolete Mm, so (laughs) Uh, I I care very little for for scenic vistas especially if it's the same one I mean it's beautiful at first so here I'm I'm gonna have to go with the kitchen because a big kitchen is just real nice yeah you're a fancy cook Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right last one what do you like to watch on television kid shows travel specials, cooking shows, a documentary, cartoons, old movies, comedies, musicals, adventure flicks, thrillers, nature shows, family-friendly films, or sci-fi flicks. There's a few in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love sci-fi. I love fantasy that's not on there, but sci-fi and fantasy. But those are more movies to me. Right? Mm. The only time I watch television, like cable television, is on vacation. And the only thing I watch is. You're taking this way. <laughs> diners, drive ins, and dives, and mm. chopped. So I'm gonna have to go with cooking shows. I agree. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Can I get a drum roll? All right. What are you all thinking? So you got, and I think this is perfect for you, Justin. Okay, last guesses. This is freaking perfect for you. I am like amazed. What do you think you got? Uh, sawdust spreader. <laughs> right? I've got the, the movement. You said that with too much of a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> CEO? Yeah. No. This could not be more perfect for what I feel like is Justin's true passion and even in like what oh, wow. we're doing here. Tour guide. Oh yeah. And I'm going to read to you what it that. says. You are a Disney World tour guide, exclamation point. You spend your days at Walt Disney World sharing your knowledge and passion for Disney history and magical secrets. You will get to interact with guests, answer questions, provide special experiences, oh pixie dusk, and reveal hidden magic that's hard to find elsewhere. That really would Justin, be my we need, ideal we're taking try. a picture. This is, yeah, I'd yes. love to do that. You get, plus you get to ride the rides. Like if you're a VIP tour guide, I think actually with the pandemic, are they still riding with the family? 
I, maybe not probably right now. masked probably masked but this is this is perfect and for those of you that are just tuning in and don't know uh, Justin is a is a travel guide so he doesn't yeah. tour in Disney but he can uh, book your trips yeah. and does know a lot about the um, yeah, I'll factual talk, I'll talk here and secrets <laughs> I think here also my my skill in working with kids with behavioral difficulties could really because I bet you I could prevent a couple tantrums I bet Solid. you I could Yes. I bet you I could. Yes. Yeah. That's it's just perfect because that's you. You know, like you answered honestly. That's what you love, and I think it's beautiful that it came out um, in this quiz. So if you, so do I got the job or is, so you got did the I job? Just apply? You got the job, and and you got the job in this right. quiz. Says so. <laughs> I'll just bring that to my interview. I took a BuzzFeed quiz with my wife on a podcast. So, so, so you're a tour guide. So again, you're listening. Justin is absolutely the person to just talk to you about Disney, share your passion, teach you about things you didn't know, um, gives you some cool factual information, but also kind of tell you about some of those uh, lesser known, like hidden gems and, and secrets. So, yeah. I just think that just it just sums you up and I think why like I, your passion for the podcast I think that's perfect oh. but yeah that's perfect so maybe one time I'll uh, I'll uh, have to do a quiz for me I'm curious to see what I would get all right so for mailbag today we actually have some physical mail to open we got a package here from sticker mule I ordered some stickers for the podcast they were there was like a deal uh, 10 stickers for uh, $1 so we're gonna go ahead and open it up yeah. and take a look it's a lovely brown bubble wrap package. Yes. Okay, got a cellophane stickers. Let's, let's pop these out. I'm going to use my teeth. <laughs> We're excited. This is our first little bit of uh, uh, podcast swag. Swag. Yeah, yeah, we got swag. Ooh, these are not, these are heavy. Look at those. Oh, oh I like the shape. <gasps> They're beautiful. Oh, those are nice vinyl. That's awesome. They're like a three-inch vinyl sticker. Oh, these are gonna look. And they're cut. It's it's the if you it's basically our podcast icon. It's the hand snapping with uh, easy dizzit underneath. Yeah, it's they're beautiful. Yeah, I really like them. I really like them. And they, well, for the price, you can't beat it. Thanks, Sticker Mule. You can't. Yeah, these, it's <laughs> like, just like the quality. Like, that's, yeah, that's well printed. Like, these are nice. These, these are, are really it's like nice. the intro price. You know, it'd be, it's typically more than that. But I'll tell you what, we're going to, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask how someone could uh, get their hands on one of these fine stickers. That's great. So these are really nice. I mean, do you want one? I want one, yes. Right. You like want one, and I want one. So that means we have only eight left. <laughs> So, if you would like an easy dizit sticker, Ooh. here are the instructions, and you have mm. to follow them to the T. Okay. Send me an email. Mm. That's it. Just send me an email, and I'll send you a sticker. It's real easy. Does, does, does the email have to say anything? Does it have to have a certain? It should say hi. Line? It should say hi, and then I'm going to ask you what your address is, and then you tell me what your address is, and then I'll just mail it to you. Ah, yeah. What? Easy. It's oh, easy. that is pretty easy. Easy does it, baby. We're easy, isn't it? That's right. Oh, I love it. That's perfect. So we got eight stickers here, and this is open to all podcast listeners, including you, Mom. If you mm. want a sticker, just send me an email. <laughs> they are really... They're pretty cool. They're snazzy. These are going to look really cool on my water bottle and even on the back of my phone. Yeah, or like on a bathroom That's stall cool. at your favorite club. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Where else? What's another inappropriate place to put them? No one's going to clubs them? right now. That's true. Stop, <laughs> stop signs. People are always putting stickers on stop signs. Stop signs. I feel like that's vandalism, but give it a shot. Desks. A lot of home office spaces now, you know? Yeah. Like people working from home. So. You could put this on your water bottle. Mm-hmm. 
You could put it on your water bottle that you take to Disney World. Mm. You could um, don't put it anywhere at Disney World because they'll just take it off. Yeah, no, no, and it's right. We want to keep Disney, but yeah, any of your uh, personal places—they are really nice. I'm feeling them. It's like thick. It's soft. It like. The print, like the the font, rather is is perfect. Yeah, I was a little upset with the font because I couldn't get the exact font that uh, that yeah. I used in the um, in the the, the icon. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's cool. I like it's them. it's really close. I it's beautiful. I'm really happy with this. All right, so y'all heard what you have to do, and uh, we're excited to start to uh, ship these out as those emails come rolling in. Yeah, just send an email. We'll send you a sticker. Uh, I'll pay for the postage. All right, we'll be right back, and we're going to be talking about some goals. Mm. Let's talk about some goals. We got some, what, some easy visit goals? We got some vacation goals? Mm-hmm. Cool. We do. And I've been, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, really wanting to think longer term about, uh, like, where we want to be, right? And, like, what do we want to do? And vacations are, uh, I think, a really helpful part of self-care, you know? Yes. And unwinding. Hey, so. it's important. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's talk about SMART goals first. Mm-hmm. So SMART is an acronym. And the acronym stands for specific, mm-hmm. measurable, mm-hmm. achievable, mm-hmm. relevant, mm-hmm. and time-bound. And what this addresses is sometimes if you just set a goal like, eh, I want to lose some weight, or eh, I just want to have more fun outside of work. Like, how do you know if you've had more fun? Or how do you know if you've lost weight? Mm. So what this does is they're specific. Let, let, let's go through each one of those uh I letters love, in the acronym. I love talking about smart goals. So specific, like be clear, like what is it you want to get done and define it, right? Mm-hmm. Common, can I give an example yeah, of that? Go ahead. Common one that everyone hears about this time of year, losing weight. Yeah. An example of not a smart goal would be like, yeah, I want to lose some weight because there's no talk of like a specific steps of how much that you want to lose, how you're going to achieve that goal. Why you why want you want to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's a big one. So yeah, you want to be really specific. So maybe, Answer all the W's. Exactly. Um, how much weight do you want to lose? Maybe it's 15 pounds. Uh, what things are you going to do to lose that weight? Maybe work out uh, every week. And then you want to look at, okay, but how many times a week do you want to work out? What kind That's of workouts do you want to do? So you might have like an overarching goal to lose a certain amount of weight. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also like if you're looking at the why, it's, you know, that's important. Like, because maybe you, you just want to get out more or you want to fit into different clothes or, or, or you want to have more energy or whatever. Mm. The why is really important. But mm-hmm. I think what you were saying too about smaller goals, maybe there's actually five goals in that one goal. You know, you get out more, you eat better or whatever. Yeah. Your objectives, right? Which are which are really what the goal is. So I know yeah. like the word goal gets a lot of attention, but really it's the objective. It, yeah. Objectives are the things that you're doing. In education, doing, yeah. You, you know? have a goal, which is like what you want, and then you have objectives. your objectives. Which how you're going to meet it. How you're going to get there, yeah. Right. But like... You could break it, just say it's a bunch of an overall goal. I mean, words are, you can call it whatever, but uh, yeah, every large goal has a lot of, definitely, yeah, has a lot of steps that are very important. So, specific. Be specific. What exactly is it that you want to do? Right. Number two, Mm -hmm. M, measurable. Measurable. So, how are you going to measure? So, in terms of like weight loss, and let's get away from weight loss, let's get to like, um, I want to read more. Okay, how much more do you want to read, Justin? Like, what is your goal? You want to read 500 pages a month. Mm. That's measurable. We can count the number of pages that I read. I can check my Kindle uh, for that. Right. And when we say measurable, too, 
doesn't, measurable can be quantitative or qualitative. So maybe you are, um, I don't know, like the other thing I'm thinking of, I know we said like we're going to get away from the weight thing, but it's just an easy one that comes to it's mind. It's too is easy. Like, <laughs> is like, you know, maybe you like just want to like fit into a certain outfit better, right? right? And you know that, but that doesn't necessarily mean you right. have to get like a numerical number. No. Right? You, you if can you want to read, maybe it's point. like, I want to read this genre of books. It, it, you can move. It doesn't have to be that your goal is to read a number of books. Right. So I just want to, qualitative often yeah. gets forgotten about. So it's yeah. just a way to... I like that. It doesn't always have to be like a, a, a numerical way that you are. Yeah. And there's, and with measurement, there's always different dimensions too. Like we're talking about reading. It could be pages, but it could also be just, I'm going to read 30 minutes a day. Yes. Right? Or I'm going to, I'm going to set aside t- time to read twice a week, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. There's, you can be flexible with how you measure things. I like yes. that idea of like having an outfit, like I'm, like I'm going to fit in this outfit comfortably. Mm-hmm. That's measurable. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. All right. SM. How about A? Mm-hmm. A is? Actionable. Actionable or achievable. Achievable. Very good. So like, can you actually do it? So I'd love to lose. I'm not going to do it. No. So I'd love to be able to read three novels a month. That would be awesome. But I actually don't have enough time to do that. Yeah. And I would, you know, I just don't, you know, I'd love to get the podcast to uh, 200 listeners a week, you know, by the end of the year, but that's not necessarily reasonably achievable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what's the importance of setting an achievable goal? Really? So that you know that you can do it and you feel confident that you can yeah. do something because the, the more likely um, something is to, to happen and for you to feel successful with it, the more likely you are to then continue to do that or continue yes. to make more successful goals. Uh, people tend to shy away from things that um, they feel like they have failed, even though failing is a beautiful, wonderful part of living. But yes, the more successful that someone feels or that the, um, the more increased time that they have um, being able to achieve a goal, the more likely they are going to um, continue to make progress on that goal or start a new one. And that's why, you know, often small goals are recommended Mm -hmm. because you feel like you're crushing it. When you have, you know, 10 goals and you, you know, you meet eight of them, that feels pretty good. That feels pretty good. So I like small goals for that reason. Yes. And it also allows just for the flexibility of life that we are human beings and things happen and come up to that are out of our control. Right? Yeah. So, so setting yourself up to have 10 goals, realistically, when a bunch of things in life will happen that are out of your control, again, too. Yeah. Keep in mind. Okay. All right. So now there's R, relevant. I like this one. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. So for this one, I want to actually, let's go back to weight loss. Okay. Because maybe losing 20 pounds isn't actually the relevant value to what you want. Right. You know, maybe there's something else there. Maybe mm-hmm. what's really relevant is that you want to have more energy, right? And maybe that's meditation and it has nothing to do with losing weight. You know, maybe that's drinking more coffee. I don't know. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) That's probably counterproductive. Yeah. No, I think like for me, that's definitely a big part of of working out. It's like the, uh, I I really can't do caffeine, which is Mm -hmm. most adults are caffeinated, I've realized. Yes. Um, And so it's very hard to have a kid now and have like 17 hour days without caffeine and without exercise. Like you, yeah. you need one of those two things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that definitely exercises. So is it, is this really, is this something you really want? Is this worthwhile or is it, you know, just something that you think you want? Think deep about that. Is it relevant? 
Yeah, that's an excellent one. Is yeah, yeah. And then this last one, which is big with us behavior analysts, uh, time bound. So if you just set a goal or objective or whatever, you set a goal, like as far as motivation goes, if there isn't a deadline, we don't do well. Humans don't do well. We just don't. When and they're most like more likely to get lost. So I'm I'm gonna have read ten books by June. You know, yeah. or those other examples that we were giving, those per week or per month things, sure. those are all time goal, time bound. Yeah. It gives you the motivation. We work better under a deadline. And it just gives you a way to our, actually our next two steps. Because we're not, we're actually, we're going to take it up a notch here. We're not going to do smart goals. We're going to do smarter goals. Oh. So the E in smarter is evaluate. So when it's time bound, you have, you can set it up. And when are you going to evaluate your progress on this goal? Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, we set a resolution in January and it's done by what, January 19th? Mm -hmm. But if we have it like, okay, well, we're going to review this in three months. Where are we on this goal? It's kind of like mini deadlines along the way. Mm -hmm. So I propose with the goals that we do today that we that we do a three-month review. Yeah. You like it? Yes. Uh, so that's... Uh, the Evaluation gets left out a lot. Yeah. And then R is kind of tied into that, and that's review. Right. So we're going to evaluate and review. And maybe that means changing the goal. If it's if it doesn't meet any one of those other characteristics anymore, maybe it's no longer relevant for us or yes. we don't think it's achievable. We want to right. scale it down a little Circumstances bit. Circumstances have changed. Maybe you've already surpassed the goal. Yeah. And you, just, and you, like, you did it and you want to change it. I think, um, again, that why that's important is, is it speaks to the flexibility of things that happen um in life and uh, also a part of creating goals i think it's that gets uh, left out a lot yeah for sure. they're they're not set in stone revise them yeah and if in so revising them you make them more achievable you you're doing better right you're doing better you're going to mm -hmm. keep that motivation up mm -hmm. don't be afraid to change your goals for sure yeah all right you want to talk about some goals now yeah i got some goals for the podcast all tell right. me what you think all right, I want to double our Instagram uh, to about to say it's it's almost 300 now. I want to get it to 600 by the end of the year. Awesome. Okay, so we have it's specific. Mm -hmm. We can measure that because we can, we can go into Instagram and see December 31st, 2022. Yeah. How many followers we have? Um, it's actionable because we can. Um, probably brainstorm a list of things we can do to achieve this goal yeah right? outreach there's a lot of uh, yeah there's a lot there yeah <laughs> um relevant very relevant right like we want to create content that's relevant to you and the best way we can do that is by having more listeners right? yeah and to, you know and well and it will it's relevant too because instagram can drive listeners yes right and it can all and it also uh, lets people know that I'm a travel planner as well. Yes. So it is. It is definitely. It's relevant to our, our you know, our well-being yes. and you know our hobby, which is mm -hmm. making this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, we can evaluate it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. See. We can check along the way and review. You know, if by July we only have ten more <laughs> listeners, then we we'll may want to review. Yeah. Let's Maybe we already have three hundred by then and that's right and we can increase it maybe so, we go viral maybe we go viral it's a it's a working document as that's they right say. yeah that's a great one all right so related to that i'd like to get our podcast estimated audience to 50 so right now it ranges between like high 20s to high 30s per week 
Yeah, well, the estimate, the way um, Anchor does it is they have an estimated size, and that's the number of people who listen to your podcast within 30 days of it dropping. So, yeah, oh. kind of basically per week, yeah. Oh, that's a But it's like an goal. average. It's getting into 50? Yeah, it's almost almost doubling, with, you know, yeah. in a year. Yeah, okay. And I think if we get our Instagram up, I think that'll help the podcast. And to some extent, I think the podcast will help the Instagram. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. It might be doable. I think this will be one for review for sure. Yeah. This will be one for review for sure. Sure. Okay. All right. What's the next one? I'd like to interview a current or former cast member for the show. Yes. This, so this is one that was on, I was thinking of too. Yeah. Th- I think this was kind of your idea. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think that would be awesome. We love hearing, we'd love to hear about that experience, and we think a lot of our listeners would. Yeah. So if you are listening or yeah. know somebody that is a uh, current or former cast member, please let us know. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they like to talk. Shoot us an email. As, like, and I don't care where. Like, it doesn't matter how mundane you think your job is, it is fascinating to yeah. me if you yeah. worked at Disney. So, yeah, please, please do reach out. Oh, that's great. Again. That's a specific goal. We can measure that we did it. Yes. Um, we think there are actions we can do in terms of reaching out to yeah, our current a audience. Of, a lot of know, cold, cold emails. Yep. Sure. <laughs> yep. We can evaluate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so, so far, our goals are in line with the, the smart... Uh, so far, so being good. smarter, rather, right? Yeah, the these smarter are smarter goals. goals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another interview goal. Interview another Disney podcaster. I think this one's achievable, too. I think... If I just keep asking. Yeah. This one's tricky, though, because there's definitely, like, podcasters that I want to ask, but I feel like maybe... I don't know, Autumn. Should I just do it? I, you know, he knows how I feel about this. Yeah, I think you just reach out and ask, because I think a lot of people that do this, like, love it. And, I mean, certainly there might be people that would be, like, are either legitimately, like, really busy or just have a lot going on. But also, I don't think that's most people. I think most people that are doing this probably love it and would love to connect with other people yeah. and, and help one another out, sort of. So. And I can't, like... The worst case is that it's just a no. And yeah. We need to feel like... People aren't going to get out. mad. Like, I can't imagine, like, even... It doesn't matter how busy I was. If someone asked me to do the podcast, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm too busy, I can't do it. But I'd, I'd actually probably feel, oh, that's nice of them to ask. Yeah, so I don't like think it it's feels gonna be, good. All right, I'm just going to ask. All right, yeah, I've got a few yeah. people I'm going to ask. All right. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Oh, here's another interview. All right, so I got three interview things. And this okay. is one I think I'm going to need some help with listeners. Mm. I'd like to do a pre- and post-trip report with someone who's never been to Disney. Because mm. I really want to, I want to get, I want to hear about their expectations. Okay. And then I want to hear about, I want like a live recounting of what happened to those expectations after traveling to Disney. Mm. I love it. I'm excited to hear it. That makes me actually think about the interview you did with my dad. Yes. And you gave him that little quiz and you talked about like what he thinks Disney is yes. and like what his knowledge is. And then he hasn't gone yet, but he's no. going to go. And yeah. In cool. 2023. Yes. So that won't fit in our 2022. No. <laughs> but by then we'll be, we'll hopefully we'll have maybe even more than one person yeah. who's had that experience. Yeah. So, I think yeah. that would be a great interview. Because I, I hear a lot of uh, like, um, you know, Be Our Guest does them. Uh, WDW Prep School does trip reports. And I love listening to them. But they're always like... They're very prepared. They're like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm excited for this. Last time I did that. I want to hear someone's like, I don't know. (laughs) I think someone told me to do this and I'm worried. (laughs) Or, you know, I can't wait to ride every ride in the Magic Kingdom. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, that is really cool. 
the other thing I was thinking of, how, would it would it be neat to like have somebody on that hasn't been kind of do that interview, but then maybe like work with them on planning? Yeah. Like almost like record that. Yeah. You know, that might be kind oh, of Oh yeah, absolutely. If you come on my show, I will, you've, well, my travel planning services are free anyway, yeah. uh, if you book with me. But even if you don't book with me, if you come on the show, you're going to get free advice. Yes. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> Try and stop me from giving you free advice. Okay. Here's one. This one's actually really important for my soul. Oh. This one is soul. Yes. Doesn't talking about soul. This yeah. one is highly relevant to me okay. as an individual because mm. my favorite form of comedy, and this podcast is supposed to be through the lens of humor. You know, <laughs> we do laugh a lot. We laugh a lot, but <laughs> my favorite form of comedy is fake commercials. So, I mean, I think it started with Saturday Night Live. Yeah. After the, you know, the the monologue, there's the fake commercial. And that was always my favorite part of the show. Okay. But then other shows like Mr. Show had some great fake commercials. Bob Odenkirk and David Cross, they were Mr. Uh, show. And then, of course, Tim and Eric, the Cinco commercials are yeah. just like the pinnacle of humor, in my opinion. So I want to do a fake Disney commercials. So stand by. Stand by. I want to do, I have one, one per month I want to do. These are going to be tricky because there's some production involved. There's, you know, I want music and you know me, I'm kind of a... This is going to be video or... Well, it'll be audio for the podcast and I might end up turning it into TikTok because at that point I could just throw pictures or something. You know, it it might be efficient to to do it across platforms, but... Yes. The goal is for one fake commercial per month for the podcast. Wow. All right. All right. Cool. Do you have any others? That's it. That and, you know, that we set up a time to, on the podcast, review progress for these goals every three months. Wow. Yeah. So March, so, June, what's nine? Yeah. September. Do you, okay. So how many goals is that? That is six goals. So that is a lot of goals. A lot of goals. That is a lot of goals. You know, a suggestion that I have for us and listeners, if you're listening about goals, is is there any other way we can break down when we want to focus on these goals? Like, is there a timeline of things you want to start first? Because this is a mm. lot. So to lay all this out at once, I think it's going to likely be very overwhelming and stressful. I think six is a lot of goals. And so I'm not saying that we don't do them, but yeah. I, I'm wondering if we should uh, prioritize or look at if there is a, we're, we're going to need to do this before we do this. Yeah. So that we're not trying to focus on all six at once because I, I think that's too much. So here's the thing. I have a weekly meeting. I have a weekly meeting with a friend who's also uh, interested in setting goals and stuff like that. So yes. this is something that I anticipate looking meeting. at. Yes, the Dobis. Dobis. Because we do business. Um, <laughs> so I anticipate looking at this like every week to some extent, and I set micro goals each week. So, for example, okay. for doubling the Instagram count, it might be like a, a goal for that week might be following and commenting on 10 accounts related okay. to Disney, you know, to try and get follow backs. For the podcast, it might be writing Instagram promotional videos for episodes on a particular week. Okay. Yeah, so all of these would, but the, those at least would definitely are a bunch of small micro goals. These interviews, I think, maybe just do one of these at a time. So like, which one would I want to target first with, with cold call emails? Or, you know, starting to reach out to some of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, cast members, podcaster, or new person. What do you think? I, I mean, I guess I'd start with, with a podcaster. Because I feel like that's a little more straightforward. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I just, I, I think even with those six, 
if you if you are you saying you're gonna review those every week, all six, and like you're gonna first break down all of the like mini steps in each objective, and then each week you're gonna try to like. So these are six overarching goals that will drive my weekly objectives. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I'll just say one thing for that. If you can find someone to have a weekly meeting with to review mm. your personal goals, it's really helpful for accountability, motivation, engagement. Uh, and it's, it, you know, it is, yeah. with my particular friend, it's quite fun. Yes, I've been trying to do that. I don't have uh, a partner, but I've been trying, trying to make time for that each week for myself to, to just look at what yeah. have I done cross things off there's nothing like that that feeling better than that you can like oh crossing stuff off is the best and you can set up things in google docs now instead of just bullets you can do check boxes yeah and actually what i do with my friend during the dobus meetings is we actually chart how many goals we meet too so we use a cumulative record which is a very nice graph that only goes up yes and it's a nice piece of uh, reinforcement for uh, meeting your goals mm. so what about uh disney goals we're are we going to disney in 2022 or what I don't think our plan is 2022. Wah, I believe it's wah, 2023. Wah. Yes. But that's we have a year a, away. We have a relevant goal, though, within 2022 for 2023. We do? Yes, and that is to put a reservation because you need 11-month lead time yes. if you're renting DVC points. Yes. So we'd like to get a one-bedroom at um, either Jumbo House or Kadani Village. Yes. I think we'd prefer the Jumbo if we can get the value because yeah. it is like a thousand less for the week. Yeah, so we got to do that by I think August. Yeah. Right. We've got to well, we've got to do it by September if we want to stay in August. Yep. So we need to oh, have September. saved the money for that, and we have some portion saved, but we're not fully there yet. Right. So two goals: yeah. money. Right. We have an allotment of money each month to put away still, and then actually making the reservation. Yeah. So that's a plus. I mean, that's how lo- that's a good idea. I, I think of like. Um, how long term to plan yeah <laughs> for this trip like there, there's two steps let's trip that's happening a year from now all right any other disney goals or vacation goals travel goals we're going to a new state this year we're talking about going to maybe virginia yeah that's right yeah yep virginia uh possibly end of july august yeah I've got some goals to ride some roller coasters at well, Busch Gardens. We've both been to Virginia, but we not as done a family. Like a, yeah, 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 yeah. So that would be nice. Yeah, I think that's a goal, vacation-wise. Yeah. That's it. All right. <laughs> All right. So those are our goals. I would love to hear about your goals, whether they're smart, smarter, or just random words that you put together. Send in your goals. We can uh, read them next week. And heck, I'll, I'll hold you accountable. I'll bring it up every three months. <laughs> Send me your goals and I'll check in on you every three months. That's the deal. Easy does it. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Especially, too, if you if you uh, have any Disney-related goals or you're, you're planning a trip or you want to plan a trip, let us know about it. Yeah, definitely reach out to me. Happy to help you with that. I hope this was helpful to you, learning about smart or smarter goals, uh, help change the way maybe you think about goal setting. And uh, yeah, I hope your 2022 is just as great as you want it to be. Beautiful. Love that. All right. Thank you all for listening and tune in next week. Hey, thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope you got something out of our discussion on goal setting. If you'd like to share your goals with me or the Easy Dizit listenership, uh, shoot me an email at easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can get in touch on Instagram at easydizit. Oh, and, and don't forget, if you want one of these uh, snazzy Easy Dizit stickers to impress all your friends, 
just drop me an email and I'll send one your way. Not through email, I'll have to mail it to you, but you'll give me your address and then I will send it to you via United States Postal Service. And yes, as we mentioned earlier, I'm a travel planner specializing in Disney and Universal. So if you're planning on heading down and would like some help, or you just want to talk to somebody about it, please get in touch. I'd be happy to be that person. All right, until next time, easy dizzy. Thank you.